All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here with another episode of The Authority Project. And I have my new good friend here, Naira Perez, who is here to help us. She says she, she wants to show us why or tell us why we should advertise to get targeted followers. Is that right, Naira? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we shall see. We shall see what she, what she can do for us today on this amazing episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back with another episode of The Authority Project. And I am excited today because we have Nara Perez here trying to get us back on the on, on the track of advertising. Advertising. And I wanna I'm so I'm so happy to have her here because I, I wanna dive in into this particular topic on a on a high level. But before we get started, Naira, please tell us first of all who you are personally and then professionally. Yeah. Hi, my name is Naira Perez, and I am the founder of Spring Hill Digital, which is a boutique agency that specializes in paid media, basically advertising in the digital mediums. So we we do Facebook, we do all social media, and then also Google Ads and Bing. That's who I am professionally and personally. I'm a person that was born in Spain in a very small set of islands. They're called Canary Islands, and uh, moved to the United States a long time ago. And I love this country, so I decided to stay. Awesome. All right, great. And do you have a particular current project that you're working on right now, or is it just just the company that um, the daily work with the company? Yeah, the daily activities for Spring Hill Digital, but also we I have many exciting projects because we work with small companies, small to medium companies, and some of them are startups. And that world is so exciting. Right. Is it's amazing. I, I bet. <laughs> I bet it is. So lastly, before we dive in, can you tell us what your daily routine is? My daily routine, I get up first one in the household and I actually call my family in Spain. We talk every day. And then I, while having breakfast, I'm having breakfast, they're having lunch. And uh, then just exercise every day, get some training, learn something new every day. And then just start, first thing in my work schedule is to start looking at results from my clients, whether it's sales, leads, anything that they, whatever KPIs they are working towards, I check them first thing in the morning and then into emails. Awesome. Okay. So let we got that out of the way. So let's let's start to dive in. Okay. All right, Naira, here we go. Now everyone is talking about organic reach lately that I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about not spending money. And here you go, Naira, coming back on the show. Because I've had other guests talk about organic reach so much on the show, but here you come trying to get us to empty our pockets and advertise. Why, Naira? Tell us why. There's two reasons. One, whenever you have a an uh, 
a page that doesn't have many followers because you're new in the marketplace, because whatever, you're not very good at organic. A page that doesn't have enough followers cannot do much for your brand. So what you want are followers that you could nurture, you could establish a, a relationship with so that eventually they will become customers. So your followers are actually a very important part of who you are as a brand. If you advertise and target a specific personas or a specific avatars, people in that could be your audience, if you target them and they become followers, then those followers can establish that relationship with you. But if you just invite all your friends and they are actually not people that could eventually use your product, then you may have a lot of followers, but they are not relevant followers. I'm advocating for actually getting relevant followers. Also, there's a lot of people that, or there was the trend of giving you bots or lots of followers that didn't exist. Yeah. A big number doesn't mean anything. What means something is the quality of the followers. And with paid media advertising, we can actually target that quality audience. That's why I advocate for always having a little bit of advertising to control the quality of those followers. I love everything you said there because <laughs> the oh. bots and the, the followers, the, the, you know, the follow for follow kind of thing, you follow me, I follow you or inviting your mm -hmm. families and friends. And I've done that like recently, <laughs> I've done that, <laughs> that kind of thing. And I've, I've been told to do that, those kind of thing, though, bring your family in, but you might look good, but the quality is not there. Because mm -hmm. you need to have people who are interested in your, in your, at least in what you're, what you're trying to do, am I right? Mm -hmm. In your brand and what you're selling, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's how we control it through paid advertising, through organic. There is a, a lot of work that co can go into it. I, I'm not discounting the efforts that you can do in organic, but there should be a combination. Gotcha. Okay. So you just took out one of my answers right there. So the balance, <laughs> there should be a balance of organic and paid. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So let's, can you, let's, let's go with you explain to us how now, how we should advertise to get followers. Yeah. How, how do we do that? Do we, do we, do we, do we, is there a place that's best to advertise like Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. YouTube, mm -hmm. I don't know, Instagram. Do you find that it's better to start with one or what have you? Just give us, give us like a little blueprint that you, that you start with your clients. How that works. Yeah, absolutely. Facebook is the one with the best platform to target new followers, to, to have a campaign that it's truly for, for optimizing for page likes. So Facebook will be the first place that we start with. And it is very easy. It's, it's in the campaign objectives. And you say, I want to optimize for engagement. And then it asks you, what kind of engagement? And then you say, I want page like. Now, there is certain things that you have to do to get an effective and that your people, your audience will follow and accept to have you in their newsfeed. It has to be the picture that you're going to put or the video. It's probably... I would say 80 to 90% of the ad. The mm. copy may convince some people, but the picture of the video is the main objective of your ad. That's that's what's going to catch their attention. That's what's going to convince them to follow you or not. That it is it's something that you need to promise or, or to communicate who you are in that picture or video. And then once they are followers, do not lose them you have to deliver in that promise that you made in your ad. Yeah. This picture, is this picture, 
Should it be of you yourself or can you get like stock photos? What are you seeing that uh, works best or is it different every time? Do you do split tests so forth? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love split tests. I love <laughs> A-B testing. You said mm -hmm. my favorite. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, we've tested them and the most authentic pictures are the ones that perform the best. The one that can actually communicate what you do or why we've, we've had pictures of, as an example, I'm working with a startup that is uh, underwear and very absorbent underwear. Mm -hmm. And the ad that works the best is the one that has a little demo of the product. Okay. It's very tastefully done and you get immediately why is this underwear different? Their okay. name is on there and they actually really, you can capture what you're going to get. And there is, as an example, there's another client of ours, their name is Fluffy Weight, which are toys that are based on the weight blanket concept for kids. So it helps them relax. It helps them calm down. So what works best okay. is when the picture, it has a kid and the toy together, and you can see how the kid loves that toy. And we had three or four different pictures, but the picture where the kid is really into it, it's a very natural picture. And you can see how the interaction between the toy and the kid, that's, you know what you're getting. Sounds great. I'm already interested already in this absorbent underwear, you say. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, wait a minute. Okay, where are we going with that? But yeah, uh, yeah that's good. Great stuff. So you, you say Facebook. Is there, is there a secondary place that you, that you like as well as Facebook? Is it, is it, or do you think Facebook is just the most targeted one that everyone should start yeah. with? Facebook is the one that has the most advanced platform for targeting in social media. Mm -hmm. Then there is Instagram as well, which belongs to Facebook. But Instagram works a little bit differently. Whenever you're trying to make that campaign to get followers, you actually have to go through the app in a phone and then a sponsor a post. And there, what I would say is just take posts that have performed really well with your current followers. Just see which ones are calling their name more. And then you can boost it to an audience that is just like your followers to get more followers that are like your current followers. If, only if, your current followers are the audience that you want. If they're all your friends, then we're going to have to work in that audience a little bit more. Okay. So I, I like where this blueprint is going. So you would start with finding your page to get likes, mm -hmm. to get some kind of followers on there so you can continue to give them content and value. And then exactly. hopefully the concurrent way of getting something sold to them. What about the horror stories, Naira? The horror stories of losing money fast doing this. I think that's yeah. what people are afraid of, the risk involved. Tell us about that. Yeah, the horror stories is because Facebook makes the platform look super easy. That's the problem. It's very <laughs> user-friendly. Yeah. And so you go in, you're like, oh, it's just clicking buttons here, 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 here. And I've heard a lot of horror stories, even within agencies where that person click the wrong button and all of a sudden spend all the budget in one day instead of in 30 days. Yeah. That's a horror story right there yeah. because yeah. the algorithm doesn't have time to optimize very well if you spend all your budget in one day. Or another horror story I've heard is people uploading a certain list 
of their customers, wanting to like re-engage customers and instead uploading the list of competitors and just advertising to competitors. That's terrible <laughs> idea. It, it's both even LinkedIn. We worked a lot with LinkedIn and even in those platforms, you really have to pay attention to every step, every minor step. They look easy to set up. Everybody could do it in theory. Right. But if you forget to click this button here, then you may be one of those horror stories. And that's why when the budgets are sizable or whenever you want this campaign to last for a long time, that's when you should start looking for somebody that has done this repetitively so that we know not to click that button. That is that is the danger. Can you give us, since you're all in on advertising, this is good things, great thing, get followers fast. Mm -hmm. What are the real results of going into paid advertising from, mm -hmm. from, from the start? What, what should people expect when they do that? Well, it depends on your goals, right? For us, especially for startups, what they want is to get the word out there. They want brand awareness. In those cases, we can get really good at delivering brand awareness for a very cost effective. Instagram is a place where brand awareness is very inexpensive their impressions, which is every time that somebody sees an ad, okay. uh, the impressions are much, they're more inexpensive in Instagram than they're in Facebook. But I'm not saying everybody should go to Instagram is where is your audience? That's what you have to ask yourself because cheap impressions are of no value if they're going to people that are never going to buy your product. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like how you say that where your audience is. Do you, have you seen in your experience certain audiences are suited for LinkedIn, for Instagram, mm -hmm. and Facebook. What have you seen in the past that you see, like for this audience that I have for, the, for this podcast, there's a lot of solopreneurs, coaches, mm -hmm. consultants mm -hmm. on here. Where should, they, where should they be targeting for their audience? So, yeah, that's a great question. So for that audience that you just mentioned, the first channel that comes to mind will always be LinkedIn. However, my caveat with LinkedIn is that it's a very expensive channel. Okay. So whenever you make a mistake in LinkedIn, it costs you dearly. And you have to have a plan to nurture those leads because we can get you leads, but then they need to be nurtured. So you need to have, as an example, an email plan. So I give you the name of somebody, I give you their information. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to take them from just watching this webinar to yeah. actually purchasing your services or hiring you? LinkedIn, as I said, is very expensive, but the audience is highly, they're very professional audience. The profiles are true to nature, where in Facebook, sometimes there could be fake profiles or whatever, or you put your a female, but you're a male or something like that. In LinkedIn, that information, because it's a professional platform, it's normally very true to reality. And then you can target them by their specific skills or where they work or where they studied. So that's, that's where you should be. However, if you do not know yet if your message is going to resonate, if you do not know if the creative you're going to put out is good enough, or you don't know if the offer is good enough, I say, take it to Facebook, take it to Facebook, do an audience, a professional audience there and try it out because it's going to be cheaper. It's not going to be great results maybe, but it's going to be cheaper. You can see what works, what doesn't. And then from there, you can start in LinkedIn with your best foot forward. Okay. So that yeah. now that every click, like if, if I click on Facebook costs a dollar, it's going to cost you $13 in LinkedIn. 
So, yeah. <laughs> so you wow. want to start with <laughs> the most chances of success. Right. So that's that's why I said test it somewhere else. Test it on emails. If you already have an email list, test it in email first. Test it in places where it's not going to cost you all your budget. And once you're pretty sure that you have a good offer, a good creative and good copy and a good audience definition, then you take it to LinkedIn and let it roll. And please don't forget to nurture those people. Whenever you get their leads, then continue the relationship because there it's, it's very frustrating to give leads to a brand and then they don't do anything with them. And I'm like, okay, so, come yeah, on. So that, yeah, so that's the biggest <laughs> issue. That's like my, the, the rest of my conversation with you because I think sometimes the advertising part can be can be easy. You, you can put money into anything, but mm -hmm. you have to know what the creative is for people who don't know that. I'm sure you, if you can explain that further, but about what a creative is mm -hmm. and then where are they going to a landing page? That, that landing page has to be something that, that attracts them as well. Mm -hmm. And then the email sequence after that has to continue to bring them into your environment, your community, that kind of thing. So exactly. what are your, what are, what are your tips as far as that is concerned going from Okay, we got the money in there. They're going somewhere, or actually, the, you got, we got the money in there. They're going to go to this ad, and you and you already said the picture is everything or a demo. Mm -hmm. So I think we got the first part signed up like that. But what are you writing there? What are you writing on that ad, and what are you writing on that landing page that continues to say yes, continues to say to that mm -hmm. customer yes, I want to learn more. I want to go further with you. Exactly. So you have two elements. You have the copy, which is where you explain and hopefully address a pain point that they have. Yeah. Like what is in their life that is boring them that they need your solution, right? So you have to address that pain point in your copy as a maybe it is an awareness. Maybe that person is not aware that they have a pain point or maybe they don't they don't know that there is a solution to that pain point. You can you can do one of those in your copy. So that's the text. And then you have an offer. What are you going to offer them that shows that what you're talking about and that they and something that they want to know more about. And so in this case it will be a quick checklist or an ebook or a webinar or depends on what the brand is about, then we will recommend one thing or another. But that's your offer. That's your offer. And then you have a call to action, which a lot of people will tell you a CTA, call to action. What do you do next? People do what you tell them to do in the sense of if you tell them to call, they will call. If you tell them to write you an email, they will write you an email. And these, it's it's human nature. I used to work in infomercials, just a side okay. story. I used to work <laughs> in infomercials nice. and uh, they're 28 minutes long and the phone number was up all 28 minutes. But people only called whenever the voiceover will say, and call now for oh. this offer. Wow. And so people will call. And it was a huge spike in calls. And then it was five minutes. The CDA was over and over. And then they went into some other part of the infomercial. And then the calls dropped. And then they start again whenever the voiceover will say, call now. So people tend to do what you tell them because it's your ad. You, you're the one that knows about this. So you're the one that wants to be contacted. So call to action, offer, copy. And then the creative is the picture, the video, that's the creative. So that's your ad. Those are the elements on, on, a, on a properly designed ad. I like that. That is that, that was perfect. That was perfect. So I think you address everything that I've, I've given you today. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing is this, 
But all this said, people are watching, people are listening. But all that said, what do you say to the people who are still nervous about putting their money into advertising? That might be kind of leery about copy or whatever, or just getting or putting themselves out there to put money into that. What do you mm -hmm. say to the people who are just still scared of the risk? Yeah, everything comes with risks. But if you don't try it, if you don't test it, if you don't do something, your competitors will. You always should, as a business owner, talking to another business owner, I would say you always have to have money aside to test new things because otherwise you will be behind. Even in, in my own business, we test new things. Not all of them are successful. Then we learn why they weren't successful and then we move forward. It's the same in advertising. And one channel may not seem successful, but it may be something that we're, that it's being done in that channel. So don't be afraid. Start small. You can start with, not in LinkedIn, because LinkedIn, as I said, is very expensive. But in Facebook and Instagram, you can start with as little as $5 a day or $10 a day. You can start learning a little bit and just, that's an investment that you're doing in your business and your business is worth investing in. If you're not investing in your business, then how can you ask somebody else to invest in it? Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. You're so right. So let me ask you one last question before we get to, to the very, very last question. What, okay. got, you, what, what got you into this, Naira? How did you get into advertising? What, what, what led you down this road? I will say hustles. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love puzzles. I love logic games. I initially studied logistics and supply management because logistics is just the challenge of how do I get all the items to their the places that they have to go most efficiently. But then I started in 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 performance based marketing, which meant I always had data to develop the strategy going forward. That's where infomercials, that's where I started my advertising life. So whenever you have data and you can make a strategy based on data that calls, orders, conversion, then it's so rewarding because you can always optimize. It's a challenge, it's a puzzle that is never done from infomercials. Then when digital became big, Facebook, Google ads started, then it was just a natural transition. And that real time optimization, sometimes it's very addictive. Oh. <laughs> I, bet. I bet that's awesome. So I have one last question for you. I asked this of all of my guests. It goes something like this. We have other people out there listening. They're learning, but there are some people who are out there who are doing some of the same things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. They love advertising. They want to maybe start a, a company like yours and they want to help other people with their advertising. Can mm -hmm. you tell them, and I'll put you front and center, can you tell them how they can go about in your own words, how to be an authority? In this space to be an authority in this space it's all about testing and having curiosity so if you start doing facebook advertising you have to be able to test different theories with the ads make sure that you have all your variables control and then have curiosity see how other people are doing what you're doing are they doing it better more efficiently just always look up what can you do better and that's how you become an authority. I love it. That's great stuff. Nara, you're awesome. You're awesome. That was some great content Thank there. You. Great content. Please, please tell people how they can find you after the show and hopefully work with you. Yes. Go to our website. It's springhilldigital.com. Springhilldigital.com. And actually there, there is a campaign checklist. If you decide to do this on your own, please download it. Take it so that you don't forget all the things that you need to consider when making a campaign. 
that way you will reduce that fear yeah. of going something going wrong. Yeah, I love it. That's that's great stuff. You you nailed it. This is great stuff. Great information. Great content. You are a rock star, Naira. I I'm so happy to have you Thanks. on the show today. Just great. I am done. I just want to plug in my little thing here at the end. Please get on the authorityletter.com, join that list and build your authority platform. Go there now. That's my call to action <laughs> for you. <laughs> Go there now. And we'll get you'll get um, the three part mini series of how to build your authority platform and weekly newsletters starting today. All right. Thank you so much with that. I am dumb. I am so happy to have you here again. And if you have any last words, go right ahead. But we're we're good to go. Thank you. It was an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed it. And I hope your audience enjoys it too. Absolutely. Thank you so much. People, you know what to do. Build it, share it, and they will come. We're out of here. Peace. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.